against me with that one. Jeez. Uh, uh, yep. Cheap trick, cheap trick. Every every time, no matter how many times I see him, every time I see him, it's like it's like seeing that little boy version of myself. You know, it's uh, weird. Uh, well, I mean, there's a lot to unpack here. <laughs> there's a lot that also didn't happen. So, and then a lot of ha that happened at the same time. So it's like, man, let's see. First impressions, very mixed. Very, very mixed. I appreciated that the choreography was a little bit better. Um, <laughs> first thing that comes to mind. Uh, let, let's talk about the stuff I really like. The fact that the Mortis gods are here on this planet. Oh my gosh, that's opens up a whole new world of things that we're about to understand and learn in the movie that's to come from Dave Filoni. Okay, there's that one thing. The next thing, of course, the statues. That was the father, who is the balance in the Force. Then there was the son, who is the dark side. The daughter was crushed out, and I think that's because the daughter lives on in Ahsoka. As we saw, she saw the owl, Morai, and this is the daughter. This is, this is what the daughter turns into. This is her spirit. This is like her spirit guidance animal. And she's even here with her on this planet. So the fact that the Mortis gods are still very evident in Star Wars for me is pretty cool because, man, that was like one of my favorite arcs, if not my favorite arc in all of Clone Wars. I mean, these are like these godlike beings that kind of oversee the events of the galaxy and maybe even originated parts of the Force. I don't know. I'd love to have a conversation with you know, see a conversation with the sun and Palpatine. You know, who, which one is more the embodiment of the dark side is my question. I would even argue that Palpatine is more so than the sun. But, you know, then again, I don't know. I feel like Palpatine is pure evil. What did you guys think? What did everybody think of the episode? I feel like there's definitely a lot to talk about. There's definitely a lot to unpack. You know, what's, what's going to happen with Ray Stevenson now? You know, may you rest in peace. Balin is going to go off and maybe even go off that ledge, man. Like, maybe they're going to have, like, something in the, the movie or whatever where he... Oh, and what, Shin now is... Oh, they're all trapped there on this planet, in this galaxy, in this other galaxy. And now they're going to, what, venture off maybe into other worlds. And we're going to have, like, some timeline that's completely separate from the prequel trilogy, original trilogy, and sequel trilogy. I guess this is where Ahsoka is going to be for the next... 20 years because it's already 10 years or so after almost like 20 30 years until the freaking sequel trilogy that's why she's probably not there maybe she's like in the world between worlds and that's why she's speaking to ray or whatever but i don't know i don't want to make sense of the sequels that'll take forever but i feel like there's just so much to unpack but at the same time it's almost like not much happened the sabine thing i know people are going to ask about this the sabine thing personally you know, while I understand that George said anyone can use the Force, it depends, you know, how much you train for, it depends on your Force talent, your ability to become a Jedi or a Sith or, or even use the Force to a certain extent. Um, it's really dependent on the person and their midichlorians. I didn't like the fact that Sabine can now use the Force to that extent. Uh, it just really, for me, like, undermines the fact that someone can just train for maybe like a month and they can all of a sudden you know pull a lightsaber to them I, I just don't think that that's really and now she can push Ezra I'm just not a huge fan of that I think if 
you're, you know, it's like Ray didn't have any training, right? And sure, she's a granddaughter of Palpatine. But at least, you know, there you have Anakin Skywalker, who's the chosen one, who has the more midichlorians than Palpatine, than Ray, than anybody. And he had to train his butt off, right? Same with Ahsoka, same with everybody else. Mace Windu. It just seems like there's some inconsistencies almost. I feel like there's maybe a separation between, um, you know, some of the storytelling, depending on who's telling the story. So I wasn't really a big fan of Sabine using the Force there in that situation. I think what would have been better is if Ezra pushed it to her and maybe we saw it like chatter a little bit on the ground for from her powers and then he pulled it or he pushed it to her um as for her pushing him i would have much rather seen her jump and then him push her but then she would be the one that's off in the other other galaxy right so it's it's kind of i guess not what dave wanted i saw it going so different i saw it really really going differently i saw it going where you know ahsoka would fight elsbeth but then the the great mothers would create some sort of an entity to help perhaps could have been darth maul could have been freaking vader could have been anakin you know seeing as thrawn knew that's her weakness it could have been anybody else but i think you know throwing the undead troopers ah, okay but at the same time like couldn't they have just like sliced through all of them I, you know you have a lightsaber it goes through anything uh, it just feels like lightsabers don't really cut anymore, except for that one scene. And I feel like Disney grants them only one scene now where a head can roll. Uh, I just don't think that's really realistic for a lightsaber. And here I am talking about realism in Star Wars, which doesn't really exist. But, you know, you have limbs falling off all the time in the prequels and the originals. And I just feel like that's something that should be continued. I really enjoyed the show as a whole, okay, until episode six. Six was my favorite episode. I feel like it was really building with Balin and Shin. And we were learning about, you know, the Jedi of, of the prequels from a different point of view, a different angle. But then episode seven just regressed everything and it didn't, didn't carry on with that same momentum, didn't really tell the story. There was too many things going on and it didn't really go anywhere. There, it was kind of like a, it was kind of, everything was kind of almost resolved in a sense where, okay, they got the ship. It was like a typical Rebels episode. You got the ship, the characters are back together now after being disbanded. And separated and you know lottie die everything's good wasn't a big fan of it so this episode i was hoping for a real you know something crazy but i feel like there was a little bit maybe too much exposition with sabine and ahsoka i have to watch it a few more times to really get a proper view of it i don't dislike it i feel like the last few minutes really brought it home but at the same time i'm not like crazy about it like i was the whole season what do you think i'm really trying to look at this from like a very level-headed point of view because it's like it's not meant to be over. It's meant to just kind of start the story. I mean, we, we literally could have gotten this in a crawl. Like, Ron is in some distant planet. Our heroes go there to try to get him. They end up trapped. He ends up getting the stars. He, he takes hyperspace, intergalactic space travel, ends up on Dathomir. And, like, we could have started, you know, the, the movie, really. So I feel like almost the Ahsoka show was just kind of like a prelude to the film that Dave is going to be making or, like, a season two. I think we'll probably get a season two. I think we'll get a season two and then we'll go on to make the movie. I think that's what's going to happen. Maybe season two comes out in two years. I'm not sure. My biggest, I think from for me, the biggest part of the show was Ray Stevenson, Balin Skull, and of course Shin Hattie, Shin Batty. That's for the other characters, like, I, f I felt like, okay, I'm pretty interested in Ahsoka, but at the same time, we know a lot about her. This Balin character is by far the most interesting to me and i think that if they run more with that i don't know what they're going to do going forwards are they going to recast are they going to you know deep fake or whatever it might be it just makes me wonder like what are we going to 
the next season. Like, so Dathomir is going to have all the the Night Sisters resurrected now. You know what? It's not the son reaching out to him. It's the father. And I think he is the pro probably the one that's going to take the father's place. The whole show as a whole, 7.5 to 8 out of 10. Strong. Finale wasn't what I expected. I thought it would be a little more cool. But, I mean, it was... I'm not blown away, but I don't I don't hate it. So I don't, I'm just kind of like, I'm literally the father. I'm the balance. I'm in between. I'm the Bendu.